How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another Feast and Fresh podcast, where I'll be discussing how working out will positively impact the way you think and ultimately live. The topic for today's show is how a strong mentality can positively change your life and ultimately make you the person you want to become. I'm your host, Dylan Reveille, and today I'm with Leol. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Leol. I'm a runner at Hood College. So you said you run at Hood. What does that entail? What you only like? Do you do cross country? So I do cross country in the fall, and then track in uh, winter and spring. Nice. What uh, events do you run? So cross country in college, it's more of eight uh, Ks and a couple of four Ks and five Ks, mainly eight Ks. Track, um, I do want to do the mile and eight hundred, but the coach probably gonna make me do 10k and 5k but yeah main events will be mile two mile and 5k and that's in cross country that's in track okay there's no events in cross country it's just 8k's and 5k's when it comes to training how do you like train for that do you just run or are there any specific like training so in cross country when you train it's more uh training is obviously more mileage so we average around, like like their climax of training, you would average around like 40 miles a week to 50 miles a week, depending on how fit you are. The top 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 runners average around 50 miles a week. And uh, to get ready for an AK, you just do long runs for easy long runs. Your workouts, you would do mile repeats. So you repeat a mile four times at 80%. You just try to maintain, you know. And since you're running an AK in cross country, you're gonna want to figure out your AK pace, which is four miles, almost five miles, like four point eight miles. So you're gonna see what you're comfortable holding for five, for four miles, at like at a fast pace. So that's pretty much it. When it comes to track training, it's more speed. So you you start to lift more, you do more explosive things for track. Um, but if you're a super super long distance, you kind of just do the same thing what you did what you did in cross country, you do the same thing in track. So how do you recover from like a long day like that, like an intense day? After, like, practice? After practice, after a meet, what do you do? Um, it's all about it's all about electrolytes, getting as many as you can, eating a lot of carbs. So, like, after that, especially even before a race or after a race, you just eat a crap ton of pasta. Uh, make sure you sleep. Sleep is so important. It's, like, it's almost like what lifters do. Just eat a lot, sleep a lot. That will help you recover the most. Um sometimes if it's a really important race and you know your body really well some people make sure they don't stand or walk around too much before their race because little things like that will affect them so yeah that's interesting so say if you were to break that like rest period or if you were to not get enough sleep or like stuff like that you would ultimately affect how you like the outcome of your race mentally it would i think Uh, for me it's more mental than physical so to some people, that's fine. To others, it wouldn't. But for me, I, I can walk around, do whatever, like be active. I can, but I wouldn't play like a basketball game before my race. Like I wouldn't even play basketball like eight hours before my race or something like that. Not even a day before. I would keep it cool. My practice a day before my race would be something really cool. Just like a ten minute jog at easy, comfortable pace. Get a couple strides, and that would be pretty much it. Okay, so then when it comes to working out, how does that? Are you able to work out in season, or what do you do during the off season? So yeah, we do lift uh, in cross country, but it's it's uh it's three 
out of the seven days you live three days out of the seven and uh it's not like it's uh it's more like a jittery movement so you're not you're not gonna be doing heavy weights obviously you want to like for example you get like five pound dumbbells and you just start act like you're running with them and you try to you try to keep it uh, controlled and just do it for as long as you can so just like endurance workouts a lot of core you do a lot of core a lot of core work um honestly the basics is enough to be honest like push-ups and sit-ups that's kind of like all you need to do for like strength training okay so what about track you said track you do more heavy lifting especially so track because uh, if i move down events i'm gonna need more muscle and more muscle means more speed and if i incorporate the longer distance running with lifting i would be able to adapt my muscles to like keep a lot keep the same keep a faster pace but at a longer distance no faster pace shorter distance and um kind of you like like you know goes hand in hand and you would obviously do more weight training in track but that all depends on what events you do obviously 200 200 meter runners 100 meter runners would do heavy lifting that's why they're generally bigger right but for me because i would move down a couple events i'd probably do i'm not 100 sure but i'll probably do just just a slightly heavier things it's cool like what what would be like besides like the push-ups and stuff like that um, what would it be like more of like crossfit training so you're you're moving at the same time that you are also getting like gains it would be like lunges we do lunges uh, with dumbbells um i'll go heavier on those uh we wouldn't really focus on like main compounds lifts like we wouldn't really do bench and de- deadlifts no we would not do deadlifts but what we would do um squats are important you're gonna want to be able to like be able to rep out like get consistently like you'd find out your max and then you'd find out what would kill you doing uh like three sets of eight stuff like that specifically for squat but uh i know as a longer distance you don't want to do like isolation workouts where you do work on like especially triceps you want you wouldn't want to do something like that um because there's no really benefit to it when you run you don't really like you use a lot of core shoulders and biceps obviously you use like your quads and stuff when you run but for everybody it's like mainly core shoulders and biceps that are used in running so with those beneficial workouts like the lunges that you're just saying would that be like if you skipped out on that and you strictly just went for running would that be like also like okay to do? Would you would you be able to get away with not going as hard in the gym, just focusing on the running part? It's like this: it, when you start lifting, right, and you do those lunges, you're gonna start doing terrible. You're not gonna work out as well. When you do your runs, you're not gonna do as well because your body needs to adapt. So it's without it, you're gonna feel okay, but you're not like it's more a long term thing. So months, months, like in the first month, it's gonna be bad right but later on like months after it's gonna be way more beneficial so if i didn't do it i'll feel okay i'll probably be getting faster and i'll probably make a, a a good progress for the now but way later in the future i'm gonna be like damn like if i did do those lunges and i did build new muscle by now the muscles would have been the new muscles would have been used to the running and it'll be like five seconds faster ten seconds faster yeah, and on top of that i'll probably get rid of uh any thought towards injury or yeah stuff like that 
So when it comes to uh, the mental aspects of the game, how important is that over the physical, especially? Way, way more important. Way more important. I, I've learned that firsthand. I'm telling you right now, running is 90% mental and 10% physical. And I know this to be true because during a race, when I'm with when nobody's around me, I run a lot slower. I can't PR at all in a race if it's not too many people. The only times I have PR'd in a race is when there was a lot of people and I can work off each person. When I pass a person, that's I'm like, oh, I'm doing well. Like I can keep going. I literally have more energy when I pass a person and I just work off it. When I have my teammates by me and we just run as a group and we could just push each other knowing like, yo, I work out with this person. If I can keep up with them in a workout, I can definitely keep up with them in a race. Or it's just like when you see someone that beats you in a workout, specifically for me, well, I would see some guy that would beat me in a workout, but in a race, I seem like 15, 20 meters ahead of me. I'm like, and like, like mid race, I'll be like, yo, like he's not even that far away. I'm gonna, that motivates me. I'm gonna keep going. And, and eventually I would pass him, right? That, that has happened in the past many, many times. They would beat me in a workout, but in a race, I would beat them. And that's just all due to mentality, just mainly mentality. So yeah, I think it's way more mental than physical. Yeah, because exactly, everyone can run. It's uh, it's a matter of how long you can run, how long you p- keep up that pace. So when you said you are, when you see someone ahead of you, and that it pushes you, they're only 15 meters ahead of you, and that pushes you to like keep moving forward. Where does that come from? Because I know, I know it's like a mental state, but and you're like a very competitive person, but where like you're already exhausted you're already four miles in and you get you got three more to go where does that how do you get that that pace of running to shoot up like that so think of it like this i have like a tank of adrenaline right you know and the run is high so i have like a tank of adrenaline when i see that person i use this much of my adrenaline like maybe like out of 100 percent, i'll use like 10 percent to pass that guy because i get excited right and then I see, okay, there's a couple of hills left in this race. There's a downhill. Now that I use 10% of that energy of my kick, because you always have a, you're supposed to have a kick at, well, me, I'm, I always have a kick at the end of the race, right? So I use like, maybe I use 10% of this. I know it's going to hurt, but I have a downhill coming up. I can recover because I'm terrible at hills. So I can use that to recover. I use downhills to recover in a race a lot. It's weird. When you're running, you're not, you are getting more and more tired, but in sections of the race, you recover. You're not going any slower. But because there's a downhill, or so for some people, an uphill is recovery for them. That's their time to pass other people because they're weak on hills. I get passed a lot on hills, right? So when I get that motivation, I pass them. I use that downhill, or I use another person for uh, uh, motivation. And that's kind of just where I keep that uh, energy. Keep It just keeps coming. Like, energy is like, it's more motivation. It's like, yo, I see the time. I'm close to the end. Like, why not go faster? Like, it, you're not going to feel it. You're generally you're not gonna feel it because you're excited to PR. That's that's where runner highs come from. You literally do not feel no pain whatsoever, and you're just you just go. That's awesome, and it's a perfect metaphor for our next question, actually, for the uh, uphills and downhills. So when you're talking about life, um, you are everyone struggles with the uphills. Yeah. But if you are able to move past those uphills, like what you're just saying, better than everyone else, or just not even better than everyone else, but just beating yourself every time with it that is going to make you improve so much better yeah. and how does running in terms of like going through those uphills and downhills help you in your everyday life i was able to understand my mentality and how i i stay motivated so 
I like I need tiny wins to get to the big win. You know what I mean? So when I pass that person, that's a tiny win. When I pass another person, that is another tiny win, which ultimately makes me more more motivated to go to that big win. You know what I mean? So how I incorporate that, in, that into my life is when I wake up, a tiny win would be me cleaning up my bed, cleaning my room, waking up early. No, no, scratch that. In the beginning, I would wake up early. I have all this extra time because I woke up early. I would use that to clean my room, get a run in, and get a lift in, right? And that in and of itself would be like, yo, I just have a productive morning. Let's keep this going. You know what I mean? So I would put that into my, when I go to class, I'd be like, I'm going to stay focused. I already feel good about what I did earlier. I'm going to feel good about this in class. If you feel good, you do good. You know, that's everyone knows that. You feel great, you play great. So you do well in class. Now you're more motivated. Now you have like, now you finish with class. You did your running this morning. You have so much accomplished. Why stop now? Like you're already motivated. So you keep doing that. Now you do your homework on time. And then you study, you have all this, now you have this extra time. When you have that extra time, you do whatever you want to do. You feel like you've, you've accomplished. That's like the big win. That's like when you win the race, kind of like, you know what I mean? It feels deserved to do whatever you want to do after because you already accomplished all that. So I learned that from running, what I learned is how my mentality works is I need to have tiny victories to stay motivated for that big victory. It's like, it's like this. You need to, when you lift, you need to start off with, 65 then you go to 95 to get to, to get to 135 you got to like get used to like that tiny victory of going through there then you go heavier and heavier it's the same thing you need a tiny victory and a little bit of big a little bit of a big victory and a bigger victory to get to that main thing and how my mind works is it has to be a habit right so before i had to wake up early every time it was hard the first three days after the fourth fifth day that's when it started to get easier but when i broke it off um and I had to get back into it, it was super hard to get back into. So it's all about consistency. And funny enough, a month into it, if you're consistent a month, it's so easy. You know, it's actually hard to break the consistency once you're into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's a habit then. Because it becomes a habit. You don't you don't want to break that habit, you know? It's like it's like you know, you just don't want to break the habit. It's like I put all this time into this, like, why stop now? You know? So that's kinda of how I incorporated running into my academic life and social life and just life in general that's awesome yeah so just like the book by the navy seal uh if you want to change the world start up by making your bed just like every single day focus on completing one task like what you said even if it's small they just build up and they lead you to such great success throughout the day um if you were to find like an example like a specific example of you doing this like say if you're at your desk like pushing through homework or that like brought you back to your roots of running like what you were saying before when you're working out it was very like challenging for you to go uphill but then you go downhill and you're like oh i got a downhill over there so i'm going to push myself right now because then i know later i can i can rest like for me i always think oh i'm going to be able to do like this might be a hard week but this weekend is going to be great like i'm going to push myself to the absolute maximum this week monday through friday but then friday night saturday and sunday i'm just going to be able to chill and be able to re relax and i'm gonna be able to have fun and do what i want but i need to get this job done first it's very different so when i do work i take frequent frequent breaks so it's it's around the same idea but when i do homework i don't really i get to the hard stuff first the stuff that bothers me the most I would get to it first. And then the easier stuff is what I would go to. So it's it's not it's not like 
um, to make a connection with running, it, it wouldn't be too similar. But back to what I said before, um, it did really help me understand my mentality, like having tiny victories to get a big victory. But specifically crushing that homework Monday through Friday, um, it would be a lot easier if I did everything I needed to do earlier in the day, which is get up early, get my stuff done, clean my room. And uh, it, it's just not one specific thing, you know. It has There's a lot of things that lead up to it to keep me going. For the listeners out there, how can they get mentally stronger? Whether it's from running or just working out, how can they mentally put be able to push through adversity? If you can just get past that one month, just get past, like, you know, there's like a saying, it's like the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago, right? You always think about, damn, like, what if I did this a year ago? I'd be so good. Just get past that one month that you hate, and I'm telling you, it doesn't, maybe not even a month, maybe two weeks. Maybe it's two, two weeks is probably enough for you. But for most people, a month, most people are fine. I, 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 have, I don't know the science behind it. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure if you do something for a month that you know is going to give you results, you're going to be in a habit with it. So for the people listening, just at least be consistent for two weeks to a month, and you should be, you should be straight. Um, if not, like, try what I do. Just have tiny victories, things that do productive things that you know will make you happy that will give you more motivation to do stuff later on. Kind of frightens people, and that scares them away to not be able to do it. You can literally just do one task, just like the make your bed, one task, and then you will feel the positive impact that that puts on your life and how that makes you feel better going into the next next task. Yep. So that'll be all for today's episode of the Feast and Fresh podcast. Thank you, Leo, for coming on today's show, and thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to hear more about this topic, go to my Instagram, at Feast and Fresh. As always, I'm your host, Dylan Honorevely. Have a great rest of the day. This has been a production of the Hood College Broadcasting Network.